Today's episode is proudly brought to you by us here at Capture the Magic Apparel, your one-stop shop for themed shirts inspired by Harry Potter, Universal Studios Orlando, and Disney World. You'll love some of our newest releases, which included shirts inspired by Hogwarts Express, the Weasley's Flying Car, Bowser's Favorite Obsession Peaches, and much more. It's not just our unique designs that sets Capture the Magic Apparel apart from other shirt companies, but it's our unwavering commitment to quality as each shirt is designed, printed, and shipped from us right in our own shop. Our attention to detail ensures that your money is well spent and you will be getting a shirt that will last for years to come. Not only is our shirt quality first class, they are as comfortable as a warm hug from Hagrid himself. Even with all that, it does get even better because of you, our beloved podcast listener, are in for a special treat. If you head over to ctmshirts.com right now and use the code PODCAST, you'll receive a 15% discount on your purchase. But act fast as this offer won't last long. So again, just head to ctmshirts.com and use the promo code PODCAST to save 15% off your first order. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I am doing well, Jared. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, so, this is the Universal Show. So, normally, Jamie hosts these. It's true. Uh, it's true. But, considering today we are going to be talking about your experience at Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. figure it probably made more sense for me to host. That so does I can make more ask sense. you yes. versus you asking yourself or you asking me and... I don't think I have a lot of information to uh, share about this other than what I saw through you. Yet, because... Well, uh, so I talked about this on the other show, but on the on Disney World show, but I might be going to Halloween Horror Nights. It's a maybe. Um, I hope you go. I hope you go. Yeah, so... Well, see, two friends want to go. So one of my friends, he's he's been maybe wanting to go for a while, and then another friend that we're also friends with, we're, we're all friends together in this. Who I went with last year. Yeah, had said... He wanted to go and asked me if I've ever gone. And I'm like, well, I, I might go. I just have, you know, it because it, it's hard, you know, obviously with the kids. So Jamie and I can't go together. Right. So I might be going in like two weeks. So we could have two Halloween Horror Night reviews. Oh, just one of which would be like my first time experience more than anything. So if you're new to the show, I, I do not enjoy the horror genre. It is nope. not. It's not my thing. But I, uh, I, I, I do want to go. I want to experience it because I hear a lot of people talking about it. And it looks mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I will be able to do that. So it's looking like it will probably happen. I hope you, I hope you get to do it. It's, it's, very, it's a very interesting experience as I will talk about today. But I really feel like you, if you don't appreciate the, scaries, the scary part of it, I think you'll appreciate the creativity and the, the team members yeah. and they're able to, to put us alive. So Yeah, I can tell you the one house I won't go into is the Exorcist house. I just want nothing to do with any of that. All right. Personally speaking. But um yeah, so th- so today Jamie is going to share her experience. I am. I we am. do have a little bit of news, mostly revolving around Epic Universe. A little bit actually about the kids zone. 
Oh, okay. There's some trademark names that we found. I don't even know about this, so I'm excited. I kept it a secret from you. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to keep my own secrets. But before we do that, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the video. We'd greatly appreciate it. And if you're listening on podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. So we have this podcast on the main Capture the Magic feed, and it's also on its own feed. So whichever feed you listen on, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate it. And of course, if you'd like even more content, like Jamie did some live streams when she was at Halloween Horror Nights, plus additional content, you can look at joining Club 32, which is our private group where we give you more content, a little bit more interaction. You also get massive discounts, like 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products year-round. So it's like Black Friday all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a private podcast feed, private Facebook group, private Discord. Like I said, we get you know we a little more personal in there. We share a little bit more behind the scenes stuff. We have a live stream every week called the Club 32 Show. Uh, I did a the speakeasy last night going over some of the uh, D Destination D23 announcements or whatever you want to call them that Disney made and uh, things like that. So a lot of additional content gets a, you know, like-minded people, everything like that. So if you don't want to join there, you can go to ctmvip.com. We have monthly or yearly options. And uh, if you do a yearly, you get a free t-shirt. And if you want to do monthly, you can even do a free trial. So anyways, uh, ctmvip.com is where you go for that. And if you want to join there, we would love to have you. So, all right. Well, the news, like I said, isn't much. So okay. it's trademark related things. So if you're unfamiliar with how Universal works, they don't reveal a lot when they announce things. For instance, they announced Epic Universe. They then said a projected opening timeline, summer mm -hmm. of 20. I, well, originally, I think it was summer of 23, but then COVID pushed it back. Right. So summer of 25, uh, uh, concept art, and that's been it. The only thing we have confirmed for Epic Universe is Nintendo, but that's because they're working with Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Other than that, nothing Right, else. right. So same thing with like the, the DreamWorks stuff they sent out there about the destination kid. dreamworks so yeah. we're in so the kids zone yeah if you're unfamiliar the kids zone in uh, uh universal studios is completely getting redone so all they did was kind of shared a little bit of artwork of the sign and that was okay. it so the only thing you can really figure out is by watching construction which i have been doing with uh, bio reconstruct <laughs> releases pictures of the construction on twitter and been making videos on that but they also have they will file for trademarks so you can find a lot of information through trademarks and kind of piece it like together. Like patent the patent office. Yeah, Is because that what it's they, from? yeah, because they have to you know they have to put that you know they they file for it because they don't want anybody else being used and all that stuff. Right. So over in Epic Universe, well actually let's start with Kids Zone first. So we did find out with the Kids Zone. Now mind you, some of this they are building that theme park in Texas. So we don't know. It's it's relegated. It does say it's used for in theme parks. Doesn't okay. doesn't say specifically where, but there is some. There's three trademark names. I think we're pretty safe to say this is probably going to be the kids' own thing at this okay. point. Okay, all right. So one is there's been rumored the troll roller coaster. Oh, so they've yeah. trademarked troller coaster. <laughs> okay, that's that's definitely going in the kids' zone. Would assume, and this For is the trolls movies. Yes, right. and this is replacing the Woody Woodpecker roller coaster. Got it. So troller coaster. Is a trademark name. That's amazing. Probably going to be that. I love that. Uh, the other one is they actually have trademarked DreamWorks Land, which very well could be the name of this area now. It may not be called Kid Zone. It may just be called DreamWorks Land. Well, it's not going to be called Kid Zone anyway. Right. That's. I think that a lot of people thought maybe it was called that, but they have trademarked DreamWorks Land. So it could be just simply DreamWorks Land because you also do have uh, what is considered, basically everyone says, is like they're building Shrek's house. 
back in there. Oh, okay. So it's probably going to be a bunch of DreamWorks related properties. Okay. So that's that's the other one, and the other one that was actually trademarked. Don't know. This is probably for a show, but we don't really know. Is uh, Mama Luna Puss in Boots Fiesta? Okay. So something Puss in Boots related, which all right, I'm okay with because Puss in Boots is awesome. Okay. But this, you know, probably a show, maybe. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. It doesn't sound like a ride name, but those are three trademark names that I th- probably are going to be involved in the kid zone refurbishment okay. area. So okay. That's exciting. Troller Coaster, I think, is pretty solid. Though. Dude, that's amazing. I love <laughs> that's that a so pretty much. funny one. <laughs> Troller Coaster. Uh, now, over in Epic Universe, same deal here with the trademarks, but it, this is mostly over in the Dark Universe. So it's been rumored Universal Monsters is having its own land over there, which mm-hmm. is like called the Dark Universe. Mm-hmm. So this is like Frankenstein. Um, where are uh, I wonder what, what are all the the classic monsters? We got Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, American Werewolf. werewolf yeah, Ameri- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, Doctor Jekyll, Mister um, Hyde. Yeah, stuff like that. So all the, the old opera. school monsters. I'm not for really familiar with them, but all the old school monsters you can think of all that. So in that land. There is trademarked Curse of the Werewolf, which this is, if you've seen, if you haven't seen it, you should check out the YouTube channel. But the, <laughs> this is the uh, roller coaster in that land. So it's, okay. it's believed to be like a spinning roller coaster, similar to Wonderful. Cosmic <laughs> Rewind. Yeah, But it's supposed to be a family one. It's supposed, it doesn't okay. go upside down. It's supposed to be much more tame okay. in, in that sense. But Curse of the Werewolf is a trademark name. That's what that one is assumed to be. Okay, okay. Uh, the other one, that recently just was trademarked is called Monsters Unchained, the Frankenstein Experiment. Now, this Ooh. is believed to be the main attraction in the land, which is going to be, it's a it's a kooka arm ride, so very much like Forbidden Journey ah, over there in the in Harry the, Potter. Yes. Right. yes. So it's the same ride system okay. that is going to be doing that. So this one, it looks from the concept of, of things that you're sitting like maybe in a coffin-like thing. And oh you're part of, so it's supposed to have all of the universal monsters in the ride. Okay. So this is that trademark name lends to, okay, dark universe happening in this. So monsters unchained, the, the Frankenstein experiment. Mm-hmm. And the other one that again lends to the fact that it will be monsters is burning blade tavern was trademarked, which burning blade, I believe is from Frankenstein. Burning uh, blade. I don't know. It's like a when it's a, it's a scene again. I'm not super familiar, but I think it's Frankenstein. Okay. Um. So in this one, it's like a it's a tavern. It's not really a restaurant as much as like a almost like a lounge, like that area over there in Hogsmeade where you can go get drinks. Um. Like the name's leaving me at the moment. Just a small lounge like area, basically. It's not like a huge yeah. restaurant, but like a tavern. But on top of it, they are building a windmill. Okay. So whether or not that will be on fire. I don't know. I've seen the movie scene where they're getting it from, but Burning Blade Tavern is a trademark name, so it's probably going to be the name that's uh, going to be with the uh, the restaurant, at least one of the restaurants in the land. Okay. So that is the latest on uh, trademark. Like I said, we don't. I mean, the way Universal works is even when it came to like the Minions thing, they they kind of started making hints right before it opened. They don't. Yeah. They don't reveal much beforehand. So. This is maybe, you know, other than watching construction progress, um, the most we may find out until they just come out and say something. But when they do that, we don't really know. That's okay. We'll speculate wildly. Yeah. But <laughs> either way, the I mean, even though I'm not a huge fan of Universal Monsters, the ride in that area in the land looks awesome. Mm-hmm. It, really, it's, it looks yeah, it like does. an old, it looks like a village probably from Frankenstein or like an old Gothic village. Is it? It's not Paris, is it? 
It could be. One of the buildings okay. I think is supposed to be the I think it's the Monsters Unchained is supposed to look like a, uh, a one of those old school gothic manors from Paris. Okay. Some All right. Things. But that makes sense. Uh, yeah. And then Troller Coasters, I think, is the the best name for <laughs> a roller awesome. coaster. Ever. Uh, that's but, amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so that is all the news. Okay. I just thought that was interesting. So all right. To share on that if anybody's interested there. And while we're doing another Epic Universe construction update in the next couple of weeks and then going to do some individual what we know at this point is coming to each of the lands okay. in Epic Universe. So be on the lookout for that. So we'll talk about Super Nintendo, Universal Monsters, How to Train Your Dragon, all that stuff. Potter. Potter. Another one. <laughs> Just Potter. Just Potter. We'll <laughs> break all that down. So Okay. But uh, all right. Well, we'll go from there. We will talk about Jamie's experience at Halloween Horror Nights. So Jimmy went this past Friday... I did. And you used your free ticket that comes with being a Premier Pass holder. I did. Which is one of the reasons I do want to go because now this year I have a free ticket. Yeah, because we upgraded when? January or February? It was like February. This year? Yeah, yeah, and we're just like, so, that was one of the big things. We're like, oh, you get a free ticket. Right, and if you're unfamiliar, yeah, Premier Pass holders, you get a free Halloween Horror Nights ticket on select nights. So that's It's basically just in September. <laughs> like October, I don't think there's any dates available this year. So you just have to go earlier in the season. Right. So. so, yeah. But with this, there's no express line, and you didn't get an express pass. I did not get an express pass this year. The last two years, I did. So, this was kind of an experiment for me. No express pass. There you go. Okay. So, all right. First, we will talk about everything that you did mm-hmm. and the timing and how that worked out, you know, not having express pass and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then, we're going to discuss each of the houses, how you ranked them, and then we'll probably talk about like the scariest, most creative, okay. all that stuff. But okay. uh, so let's break down sort of the timeline of your day here. So Alrighty. when did you when, when did you get to the hotel or when did you get to actually Halloween Horror Nights? Well, let me tell you, Jared. Okay. Let me tell you. I'm ready. So yeah. So it was on Friday that we left and we were going to try to leave St. Augustine around 1.30, 1.45. That was as earliest as we could do it. And we got to our hotel at Dockside about 3.00. It was about 345 with traffic and everything. And that was okay. But I really wanted to get into the stay and scream areas at the park. So what, for those that don't know, what is the stay and scream area? So stay and scream, stay and scream areas are like basically the holding areas that you can go into pre Halloween Horror Night start. If you're staying on property. No. Well, there's a separate entrance if you're staying on property. So okay. that, that's a different thing. Okay. Um, no, stay and scream areas are if you have, like if you have an existing ticket, like a day ticket and a Halloween Horror Nights ticket, you can go in there. You can also buy a stay and scream ticket that lets you into the park. I think three o'clock is as early as you can get in, but it lets you get into the stay and scream areas. It's essentially like an early entry ticket or early entry area. If you will. Gotcha. It's kind of, it's kind of confusing, but, um, so my point was to try to get there by, I wanted to get there by between like four thirty, four forty five at the very latest, if I could, uh, because there's three that they're in the park. There's one in New York. There's one in the Simpsons area. And I think there's one, uh, at the front of the park, I want to say, um, but yeah, oh no, I'm sorry. There's one in San Francisco as well. So San Francisco, New York, and then the Springfield area. And so, uh, I was shooting for the one in New York because, um, one of the three houses or two houses I want to do were in that area. And I was like, I want to get them done quickly, fast and get it over with because I knew they would be busy later in the day. Mm-hmm. So we got to the hotel about three forty-five, and I was like, you know what, let's go ahead and check in. 
because by the time we get back, it's going to be late and I'm not going to want to do that. Right. So I was like, let's go ahead and check in. So uh, the check-in took about 20 minutes, 20 minutes to get through the whole line because you know, check-in there takes for a while, especially at Dockside where there's a lot of rooms. Um, so it took me about 20 minutes, got checked in, uh, we parked the car, got our all of our stuff and then it went straight to the bus and got the bus. By the time we got there, got through security and got into the stay and scream area, it was about 4.45. Okay. And I was kind of nervous because I was like watching other people go through the whole process with stay and scream the last week. I was kind of nervous that they were going to close it because they do close if there's too many people in that area. Mm -hmm. So we got lucky and this time they, they hadn't closed it yet. So we got there, you know, in plenty of time and immediately got into the line for Stranger Things 4. So before you go on with that. Yes. Prior to this, Jamie had never seen Stranger Things. So prior to like oh, two yeah. weeks ago, you had actually never seen Stranger Things. I had not. And I had told, so I've actually seen season one. This is the one I'd seen. I told Jamie long ago, it's a really good show. You should check it out. But I had heard season two and three weren't the best, but season four was really good. So then Jamie decided she was going to just binge watch the entire series to get a better you know idea of this house so you did give yourself homework i did and you binged it kind of like just in passing on your phone so it was a thing where i had all the episodes and i would just watch them but not really kind of just almost like listen watch kind of if that makes like sense. why you're doing like while i'm doing other things so like i would literally have an airpod in while i'm like making dinner or you know doing like work stuff or even you know like even with the kids at times i was like i gotta get through the show so i was like like really paying attention too much to, to what was going on just like in and out but i got the gist of it mm -hmm. i got the gist of the show but i really did pay attention to season four and because it was the the one that the house was focused on right and i didn't make it all the way through i got to the end of episode seven and i ran out of time so, oh, I thought you finished the whole no, thing. No, I didn't, but okay. I could un but I but I could get the house with all that information. I was like, yeah. okay. And that was like the what's that word that they use for shows where it's like the episode you have to watch that in order to get to the end. Like oh. pen, is it penult penultimate? Penultimate. Yeah. yeah, penultimate. That was the episode I needed to watch. So, I got through it and I was like, okay, got it. So anyway, got through it, understood it, and I was like, I'm excited for this house. Okay. So that was the first thing we wanted to do. So they had you line up in three different lines. So you could go into Stranger Three, Stranger Things 4. You can go into Dueling Dragons, Choose Thy Fate. Or you can go into Exorcist the Believer. Exorcist Believer, I think is what it was called. Yeah. So those are the three lines you can get into. Stranger Things 4 was the longest line, of course. I'm not surprised by is, that. Yeah, Which is fine. Um, so we got on line about 4.45 and the line started moving at about 10 after 5. So something to keep in mind, this is the, the I guess, the stay and scream area that lets out er the earliest. Okay. So it opens up the earliest to the houses. Um, so the, the whole event doesn't start till 6.30. So being in these areas, like I said, is like an early entry kind of thing mm -hmm. where you can get houses done quickly. So Stranger Things started moving about 510. By the time we got into the house, it was six o'clock. Okay. Right. So we ended up waiting about an hour and 10 minutes total, technically 50 by the time we started moving, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
it's, it was longer than I thought it would be, but we were toward the back of the line. By the time mm. we got in the stain scream area, we were toward the back. Okay. So we did about an hour and 10 minutes, basically 50 minutes from the time the line started moving. And we were kind of at the back of the line when we got there. So we could have gotten through it more quickly, I think, if we had been closer to the front, but we, we just didn't get there earlier. Mm. So it's fine. It's whatever. Um, so we got there. We did that and then immediately got in line for Dueling Dragons, Choose Thy Fate. And it was posted 10 minutes. And so we got in line about 6.09, got in about 6.14. So that was a five-minute wait for okay. us. So basically just almost pretty much walked onto that. And then at, let's see, it was 6.14. But 6.19, 6.20, we got out. And we decided to do Yeti Campground Kills, which, again, was right next to Dueling Dragons, mm-hmm. like right where the entrance was. And it was posted 20 minutes. And so we got in line about 6.21, and we actually got into the house at 6.52. So that was a little longer than posted. So okay. a little over 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, so by the time we got out, it was about 7 o'clock. And the event had started. Yeah. I just want to remind everybody, and we talked about this earlier, but we will talk about, she will talk about the houses. We're just going yes. through the timeline here real quick. And then yes. we'll talk about the individual houses. So yes. just want to put that there in case you're wondering you know, what, what she thought about them. Yes. Uh, so then, uh, then we went and got some food, some drinks. So we stopped at surfer boy pizza and surfer boy pizza is kind of right outside stranger things entrance, which is in the New York area. And we went with a surfer boy Hawaiian pizza, which is French bread style pizza with crispy spam, pineapple chutney, jalapenos, scallions, and mozzarella. And this was nine 99. We got Yuri's favorite, which if you've seen the show, you know who Yuri is. And it's chocolate cake with peanut butter mousse and Reese's Pieces for $5.99. And then we got the Surfer Boy Tropical Dream Punch in a souvenir cup, which is rum, orange, pineapple, lime, passion fruit, and grapefruit juice with vanilla bean and garnished with a pineapple gummy. And that was $16.50, but that had, came with a souvenir cup. So it's $12.50 if you just get the regular drink. If you don't want the souvenir cup. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's what we got. And then um, also the the person I was with got uh, the just the regular Superboy cheese pizza. Um, but uh, it was, she said it was, it was, it was fine. It was okay. But uh, the stuff that I had, so the Hawaiian pizza. What was on the Hawaiian pizza again? It was, it had the spam, the pineapple. No, God, <laughs> no, God, please. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. I that didn't... made me literally jump. Yeah. This also <laughs> is like a Halloween Horror Nights because there's pineapple on pizza, apparently, that my wife's eating. <sighs> Listen. What is, th- what is this? Listen. It was... First of all, this pizza, I I was surprised. It was, it was, it was decently good. Listen, Jared, I know you don't like pineapple. No, no, no. Fine. It's not pineapple. I like... Pineapple's fine. It just doesn't belong on pizza. Okay. Well, that's it's, your opinion. It's... it's okay. I mean, All right. anyways, your go on. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, mean to interrupt you. I just wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Okay. But go, go on. Uh, decent size for, for $10. I mean, I don't know. It was, it was a decent size for $10. I don't know if it was worth $10, but it was, it filled me up and it was good. I, I enjoyed it. So was it just like a slice? It was on French bread. So like it was, yeah, it was like, it was, it was shaped like a, like a rectangle. Okay. You know, it was, it was a decent size. Like, it was fine. It was good. But um, the the spam wasn't just little 
squares on it and it was it was freshly i think it was freshly cooked because they just opened so at least it was fresh right that was good too uh yuri's favorite the peanut butter mousse and the reese's pieces thing i could not enjoy this because uh, i uh, am I'm, i can't have peanut right butter. i saw that on your list and i was like well that can't be something you have yes so. <laughs> that was what my friend had and she said it was really good so okay she said i think you would enjoy that jared um the surfer boy tropical dream punch was basically like pog juice with rum if you're familiar with pog juice at disney that's what it was okay and it was like you really couldn't really i don't i mean it was in there but you really couldn't taste the alcohol too much which is great for me was it pre-made i didn't see them make it yeah it was right so probably anything that's pre-made for the most part is gonna be pretty weak Okay, that's in most places you go to, and if, if like if they mix drinks in front of you, there's a good chance it's a little stronger. But if it's pre-made, it's probably going to be a little light. Okay, but yeah. for you, that's not bad because you don't care for that much alcohol, anyways. That's true. Yeah. Um. So at this point, we um, after we got done with our, our food and stuff, we did we I did a live stream for Club Thirty Two so they could see what I was eating, and I took them through the first scare zone, which was the Vamp Sixty Nine. That's the hippie one. That one looked, <laughs> it did look interesting. I, I saw the live stream with that. Like it did yeah. look very interesting. Well, it's like, um, it's just a bunch of like music festival people that look like they have been murdered walking around or holding brains. It was great. They're just doing hippie things basically. <laughs> but the music they played was very cool because it was all like 60s music. It's supposed to be like Woodstockish. Yeah, right, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be. Yeah, it's basically. Um, so uh, it was. It was. It was pretty cool going through that, and it's, that was the longest one I think because it started where the tribute story is over by Jimmy Fallon over there, mm-hmm. like up, or like across the way, and it went almost all the way until you get to um, the water. Oh, okay. So like that whole line right there. So, um, but anyway, so that, so we went to the scare zone through that and that was a good one. And then we decided we needed to go to the next house, which was Chucky ultimate kill count. I'll talk about that more later. Um, but we it was posted 25 and we got in line at about seven thirty nine. It got in about eight Oh two. So that was pretty accurate for, for the time we had waited. And that's in the fast and the furious queue. And it's like behind there in the soundstage and everything. Was there, was there family? <laughs> there was family. They should just have a haunted house with like Fast and Furious and it's Dom then telling him he doesn't have a family. <laughs> He's like, no, I got family. And they're like, no, Dom, no family. <laughs> right. Terrifying. But that, uh, so yeah, so we got through that one uh, fairly quickly. And then uh, we were, were heading toward Diagon Alley because we wanted to see the Death Eaters. But first we stopped at Peacock's Halloween Horror Bar. And this was in San Francisco and is, is kind of glowy in there. And they had a little photo thing set up where you take a picture of the sign and everything. And they had a bar. But they also had a very interesting character who has appeared on Saturday Night Live like twice, two or three times. Is it a recent thing? So the first t- time was like 2016. And then he did it again Maybe like a year ago. Okay, because I don't really watch SNL much anymore. So I didn't okay. like when I I saw the you you clipped a little video of it. Yes, and I never I don't know who this character is. Okay, so who is it? So his name is David S. Pumpkins, and he's dressed in a suit that, of, of pumpkins. Basically, it's just pumpkins on his suit, 
And he's like, I'm David S. Pumpkins. I'm going to scare you. And he does this thing with his hands. It's a whole shtick. It's, it's Tom Hanks did it. And he did it both times on SNL. And it's the it's like the weirdest pointless thing ever. I mean, I didn't get it. <laughs> but it's, it's funny. And like he has like two skeletons that dance with him. He, they weren't there at the at the bar. But in the skit, there's two skeletons that dance next to him. And I forgot one of the guy's names, but the other one is um, Bobby Moynihan, <laughs> oh, which we think is funny. That would be actually um, But uh, so he was going around just talking to everybody, doing the same thing. Like just that's because he doesn't say much in the skit. It's like the same words. Right. And it's just <laughs> it was silly, but it was entertaining. And um, someone before earlier in the in the day when we were talking to somebody else, they said that he doesn't he's not out all the time. So it's mm. possible you won't see him, but we walked up and he was out and I was like, okay, good. So I wanted to, I wanted to see this guy, but we didn't get anything to drink there. We just kind of hung out for a bit and, and, um, and wanted to see David as pumpkins. That's okay. what we did. Okay. And then we moved on to Diagon Alley to try to catch the death eaters. So this is new this year. The Death Eaters have appeared in Hogsmeade and Islands of Adventure, but this is the first year they've been in Diagon Alley. And I didn't really, I wasn't really know what to, what to expect with this. I had seen a little bit of what they do, but uh, they basically, so they come out onto the stage, they're like kind of summon, like it starts thundering and lightning and the lights twitch and everything. And they come out and they do kind of like a, like a, not a, I wouldn't say it's like a ritual, but you know, you know how they are in the movies. They're very groups together just having a good time just having a great time they're They're so cheery just kidding just sharing stories there were there were five i think five of them five or six of them and they come out for a minute on the stage and then they go into the crowd and their whole thing is they just basically walk around diagonally interacting with guests they don't say a word they've got their death mask on they've got their hoods up they're wearing the black robes so you can't see their faces, but they do interact with everybody just like looking or um, it was funny because uh, the friend I was with, he, I, I think it was a he, I'm not sure, but took his wand and pointed to her arm and kind of looked at her like, where's your death mark? Oh, where's yeah. Your, where's your mark? And <laughs> so that was funny. Um, but we, we kind of walked around a little bit and watched them and then they come back after about 15 minutes and kind of point their wands to the sky and it's all green and everything and it's 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 kind of a cool interaction i won't say anything else about it but it's it's kind of a a very cool thing and it was busy at diagon alley so if you're a harry potter fan you would like it if you're a harry potter fan you would like it yes okay yes because again it's not like it's not it's not anything that's like a big deal but if you love harry potter you would really enjoy this and it just adds a little something else to the to the event okay so um and just so you know they came out at 8 30 when we were there and they were out of the of the diagonally area at about 8:48, 8, 8:50. 8, okay. So I'm guessing they come out every hour and half hour. I'm not sure, but they don't stay out all night. Like if you go at 1 a.m., they will not be there. Well, they got to get some sleep. Yeah, I think know. they do this until maybe like 11. Being a death eater is tiring. I know. I think it's either 11 or 1130 is, is as long as they do it. So don't wait. If you want to catch this, don't wait too long. Otherwise, you'll miss them. Okay. So so we did the Death Eaters. And then um, by the time we were done with that, 
I wanted to find I want I wanted to find some other type of festival food over in this area, which is in the very back, kind of like Men in Black and um, the Fear Factor stage and all that stuff. There was really no festival, not festival, uh, event food back there. There were some drinks, but there was no food. And I was like, okay, so we didn't do that. We just kind of walked around a little bit and looked at some of the little stands with some of the merchandise for the event. And then we went to go get in line for Nightmare Fuel, which is the show they have this year. They only have one show this year, but it has, it basically tells a story of a of girl that has like a nightmare. The nightmare is trying to pull her in and it's a lot of dancing. It's a lot of pyrotechnics. It's a lot of stunts, acrobatics, stuff like that. Um, it's a very adult show. Okay. It's a very adult M- show. Meaning... Um, they're, they're dressed very provocative. The music is like on the, I don't know the right word is, um, on provocative music. I don't know. Not sexy music, but like hard rock music. I don't know. (laughs) Wait, hard rock and provocative music are two different things. (laughs) Okay. fine. Okay. I mean, well, I guess it could be. Okay. You just mean it's a very, it's not, I mean, granted, this entire event is an adult oriented thing in general. Sure. So it's not like you probably wouldn't want to bring little kids to this. Oh, there were some very sexy moves okay. on the stage. Um, at one point, these girls came out with leashes on. As one does. Like on all fours. I was like, okay, this is happening. So I'm not going to say anything else about it, but just say, like, I very much appreciated the talent. There's one girl, she did um, acrobatic stuff, like Mm -hmm. with a, like a ribbon, like that ribbon dancing thing or whatever. They're Mm -hmm. like, okay, she was fantastic. Like she was like, she came out on her own. Like it was just, it was a big thing. Like she was the, I forgot what it was called now, but she, she was the, the girl like that was doing the nightmare or whatever. And she, she was amazing. Um, but I appreciate the dancing and the, the talent. I, I wasn't, I, I, the style, the style didn't appeal to me, <laughs> but uh, it's not for everybody. So what popped so. in my head was, if I, I wish I had the same, it was like, well, isn't that just special? Like you're just doing like church lady. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like the church lady. I, I sure do. Well, you know? What do you say? You know? <laughs> You know, I really wish I had know? that soundboard right now, but I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Listen, hey, it's, <laughs> it's like it's your take on it. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. people that like it, but you know, I, I think yeah. it's good too. Like some people, I'm sure, will bring children, but this thing is definitely not designed for children. Don't bring your kids to this, please, please don't. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. I mean, you could, but. I don't know. I wouldn't bring my kids to it. Listen, it's uh, it, everybody can make everyone can make their own choices. Absolutely, but, you know. But yeah, the gist of it was just that this girl is in a nightmare and she's trying to get out of the nightmare, basically. Um, you know but anyway, what, but speaking of, reminds me, you know, the worst nightmare I ever had as a kid. <laughs> what? No, I still vividly remember it. It wasn't anything crazy. It was Smurfs came into my room, but they were giant, and they picked me up out of my bed and tried to carry me away. Oh, and how I'm, old were you? Seven or eight, yeah. And I woke up and I was like, I "Freaking hate Smurfs!" <laughs> and I've hated Smurfs. those Smurfs ever since then. I did wouldn't watch the show. Fair enough. I can still vividly remember the dream too. Okay. Yeah, and I told my mom, I "Was like, I'm not watching Smurfs anymore." Yeah. And then I took, right. and then I, yeah, 
now you wonder why they're off the air anyways <laughs> but the again the pyrotechnics and they had like these um these like whips that were on fire yeah I, did, I, like... I got some of those yeah. <laughs> this is all pretty pretty standard stuff really <laughs> listen again again i appreciated the talent i did i really really did it's just the style the you know the the movements themselves and and the the theme was maybe not 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 my favorite it's just not it's just not jamie's flavor it's fine it's not my yeah. flavor um but again i did appreciate it because i used to dance and it was, it was very cool but um nightmare fuel runs eight o'clock 9 30 11 and 12 30 and it's at the fear factor stage If you're looking at planning a dream vacation or just a quick trip to Disney World or Universal Studios, look no further than Zip Travel. We have a dedicated team just for Capture the Magic listeners that will not only provide expert advice, but will also help you find the best deals on tickets, hotels, dining, special events, and more. But that's not all. By booking your vacation with Zip Travel, you'll get some free gifts, including a free t-shirt from us, $10 in shop credit, and a gift waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So why wait? Head on over to travelwithzip.com and fill out the short form there to get in contact. There is zero obligation. So even if you're just curious about pricing and what would work for your budget, again, just head to travelwithzip.com today. Um, so after Nightmare Fuel we got out, we decided to go to the next house, which was Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Offerings. And the entrance to that was literally right next to the Nightmare Fuel stage. So we kind of walked in there. It was posted 60 minutes at this time. So this is about 10 o'clock. And so we got in line about 10 o'clock and we actually got into the house about 11.10. So it was like 70 minute wait. Okay. That was a little rough. I was moving pretty slow. Um, so then after that, we decided to go to Last of Us. And then this is when I had to make a decision here. Because right next to Last of Us is The Darkest Deal. The Darkest Deal was one of those houses that I really wanted to go to. And if you had listened to the previous episode, you would have heard that that was what I was excited. I was like, I got to do this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had heard so many good things about Last of Us. I was like, well, let's do Last of Us because... I'll, I'll probably regret not doing that one. I've heard good things about it, but they both had about the same amount of wait, which was 80 minutes for the last of us Oof. and 60 for darkest deal. So I was like, okay, let's just do last of us, get that one done and then see where we're at when we're done. So last of us, we got, it was like I said, it was posted 80 minutes. We got in line at 1123 and we got into the house at 1247. Oof. So, yeah, that was that was a it was like eighty five ish minutes. That was a long wait, and I mean, there was really nothing to look at back there because it's all backstage areas. Mm-hmm. So it was just you know we talked and everything it was fine. It was just oh man, actually she did the person I was with that she did tell me exactly kind of what we were dealing with this house. She kind of she had a lot of time to tell me the video game, the show, the gist of the story. So that helped. <laughs> Did she play the game or watch the show? I think she watched the show. Okay. Well, the, so, the house is based off the video game, which the show deviates a bit from the game. But for me, it wouldn't gist, matter. Right. Yeah. But so anyway, we got through that. And then they let us out right by, it's like right by E.T. And right by E.T., you can actually go to the next house, which is Universal Monsters. So I was like, okay, 
I'll just do Universal Monsters unmasked right there. So I went through the ET all the way down and waited about 20 minutes. So I got in line about one o'clock, got in about 120. And uh, so into that. And then I needed to go through all the scare zones because we had only gone through one. We did Shipyard 32, which was by in, in uh, San Francisco. We had gone through two already. I need to go through the other three because I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to miss them. Because it's like right. it's like almost 1.30 at this point And the event goes until 2 o'clock. I was like, OK, let's let's go do this. So we went through all the scare zones and wanted to see them. We went through the it was like the jungle, the jungle of doom one. Um, and then there was the dark Zodiac and then the Dr. Odd fellows uh, was in the very beginning and all five scare zones. And again, this is all in the episode we talked about uh, before we talked about the scare zones and all the houses, kind of what they were supposed to be. We did a preview show. Yeah. yeah. So if you want more information about that, I would suggest to go listen to that episode, but, um, they were all great scare zones. Pretty scary. Chainsaws. Did you get some chainsaws? I feel like that's a Zodiac. staple with yeah things yeah but it was all based on dr oddfellow which had that he had that house back there but all the scare zones were dr oddfellow themed they all involved him okay so i was like i like how they tied that all in so we got through all that and it was about (laughs) it was like 10 till one and i was like i'm sorry 10 till two thank you and i was like okay we can do one more house I did not want to do Exorcist. We, ha- I had no, I had no desire to do Exorcist. Neither did uh, the friend I was with. And then I, w- I wanted to do Darkest Deal, but that was on the other side, and I, I wouldn't have made it. So we decided to do Blood Moon Dark Offerings, and that was the one right at the entrance, basically yeah. right by um, Despicable Me. Got in line at one fifty three, and just walked on. And uh, so by the time we got out, it was like a little bit after two. And the event was over. Okay. So uh, we got to the back room about like 3 a.m., got some food from the period market and the hotel, which stayed open late, and uh, and went and went to bed. And then we actually got up in the morning pretty, I mean, fairly early, and got back to the park around 9.15 to go through the tribute store. <laughs> okay. So we're just, we're real tired, but I wanted to do the tribute store before we came home. And uh, if you're watching the video, I'm actually wearing the shirt I got, which is Dueling Dragons. And it's uh, it has the AP thing. It's an AP shirt. I kind of wanted it. So I got that from the tribute store. Um, but um, since you're going to go to the event, I'll let you tell about the tribute store in the next episode. Okay. Because it's more like your thing. You'll see what I mean. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know anything about it. So, so comics. Well, other than, okay, yeah. what's in it? Yeah, it is a comic book theme thing. Yes. But. So we went to the tribute store and, and you know, looked at the merchandise and stuff. And that was cool. And then, uh, and then we looked at the Jurassic Park tribute store and then we came home. So. Okay. Well, that is... So that is all the things Yeah, that is, that's quite the timeline. It's a busy night. And just FYI, started at 6.30, ends at 2. And that's... I think that's the same for every night. I think it's every night's the same. Okay. Um, we ended up doing eight houses, all the scare zones, saw the Death Eaters, um, watched the Nightmare Fuel show. So we did almost everything. And then we had the... You know, a little bit of food. Oh, my friend got a Twisted Tater. I forgot about that. She got a Twisted Tater. Um, later, like I think while I was doing the monster house, she mm-hmm. got a twister tater, which is like one of those one of those things you have to get when you go to Halloween Horror Nights. So it is. Yeah, it's like a staple. Isn't it? It's like pizza fries. But it's like isn't that a thing at like Silver Dollar City? 
Yeah. yeah, but they put like different seasonings and stuff on it. And oh. I think I got one last year oh, okay. or the year before. But anyway, so yeah. So, okay. So right. we did all of that. Uh, well, I'm imagining after that, your feet probably hurt a little bit. A lot. A lot of walking. I mean, by the time we left to get there, it was like 4.15. By the time to, to, the, to the park. By the time we left the actual park, it was like 2.15. So it was it was a good 10 hours. Yeah. And we probably sat a total of an hour from like when we ate the food and like watched the show. The rest of the time we were standing or walking. Yeah. It was it was a long day. It was a long day. I mean, there's they definitely pack in a lot of stuff in here if you want to try and get it all done. Oh yeah. Sure. And especially doing it without express. Which I'll ask you, I'll ask you about in a little bit, considering you've done Express before. Okay. But I'll say that for a minute. So, all right, let's go through real quick. We'll do. We'll have you rank your houses in a minute, but I want to ask okay. you some of the, the what, your opinion on houses. So, okay, what would you say is the scariest house? Okay, so for me, the scariest house was the Doctor Oddfellow's house. Okay. Um, the Twisted Offerings one. So that one had. Okay, so he was he's basically the the person that the Halloween Horror Nights is like based on for this year. It's all about his killings and stuff in his house and the scare zones. And so this is like kind of almost like the origin part of where his story starts. Like he had a circus back in 1930, I think it's 1939, and he displayed all these kills and he did he did all his killings so he could become immortal. It's crazy. Anyway, so there's a lot of clowns. There's a lot of clowns in this house. I don't like clowns. Mm. You don't like clowns. I'm not scared of clowns, though. I just don't, don't go through this house. I just don't like clowns. I'm not scared of them. No, but I mean, like, you would hate them in this house. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was a lot of creative kills in this. Um, it did have, like, a distinct smell, which I can't I can't recall now what it was, but it was very, it was very distinct. Like We're off-putting? Going yeah, like, it just wasn't... It wasn't great. Right. <laughs> um, we go through it. But also what was really cool is that the tent, because you know how some of these houses are in those tents in the back. Mm-hmm. It was projected red and yellow stripes. So it looked like a circus tent. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a good, that's a good touch right there. Um, but this one, yeah, this one was the scariest for me because of the type of jump scares. And there was one in particular. It was a scare actor dressed as a lion. And it caught me off guard and I, I about peed my pants <laughs> <laughs> like, cause it just all of a sudden was there and it was, it looked, it looked like a lion it yeah. looked, scared the crap out of me. Um, so that, that was, that alone was the scary part, but just going through the whole thing and like the sounds of this, Oh, ugh. and just, you see Dr. Oddfellow in there too. And he's, and he's doing his whole spiel and everything. And so that for me, that for me was the scariest. Yeah. Okay. All those reasons included. And, and the fact that he, since this whole event was based on him and his killings and all that stuff, that, that kind of like grounded it in. And I was like, okay, this is, this is pretty freaky. Okay. I would suggest if you're going to do this, Halloween Horror Nights this year, go listen to Discover Universal podcast because they have an anthology series. They do on some of the original houses like this one. And they tell the story about like where this came from and like his background and everything. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. It's pretty cool. So that was the scariest house. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about, let's see, what was the one with like the best story to it? 
Um, I the best story was probably uh, Blood Moon, Dark Offerings, and this is one of the one of the other original houses they have, and it was basically like a colonial cult. Mm, okay. Um, like a small town colonial cult that when the blood moon comes, they have to sacrifice in order to not be like punished. Like it's crazy. Kind of reminds me of the wicker man. Kind of. Kinda. The, it was, it was, it's kind of freaky because, um, I'm again, I'm not going to give all this information about it. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to freak anybody out. One right. and two, if you do it, I don't want to like spoil anything for you, but there. Um, this like it wasn't like again it wasn't the scariest but for me like being in that house you could follow exactly like where the story started like how they started with their like what their what they believed and everything and they kind of went through the house and like they're building this like not a shrine but like as they go through like more killings happen and like they're forming this the cult and like it's it's freaky. It's very much like Roanoke American Horror Story vibes. If you know, if you've ever, if anybody has ever watched that, or like even The Village. Okay. In the Village, not so much the cult in that one, but like very much like that time period. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a good story. And again, they have one of those anthology things on Discover Universe also. Okay. I would listen to that first. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is the most creative house? Most creative for me was The Last of Us. Um, I again hadn't seen or played the game mm-hmm. or watched the uh, uh, the episodes, um, but going through that, uh, there were some really cool things in the house that I was like, "Oh, that's cool! Oh, that's crazy!" Like, uh, for example, and I'll just give one example. Uh, toward the end, you actually see scare actors in the with the the fungi or whatever it is in the the game right yeah that they're infected or whatever Mm -hmm. they just get progressively worse with the fungi on their bodies yeah like that was that was kind of cool and like there's a lot of places where you're not necessarily scared but the characters are interacting with each other Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of watching it. I was like, okay. Well, the game itself isn't really like a horror game. It's more of a survival. Yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously stuff that's like it's more of a suspense thing at times, but it's not like there are games. Resident Evil would come to mind where it's like you're supposed to be scared. This is more or less like surviving tactical a little bit with a story. So it would make sense that this wasn't like a completely really trying to scare you as much as just sort of like unsettling perhaps yeah i get that okay so that, that keeps i mean that is in line with what the game was so. yeah yeah so i I, th- I feel like that was it was really creative and in, in the fact that like i just i felt like even though i hadn't seen it like i could definitely like appreciate yeah i mean and it's not i mean it's basically a zombie storyline it's a yeah. little bit different but essentially it's a zombie like the first time i'm not gonna say what it is when you first walk into the first room of the house you're just like oh Okay, that's there. Did they do anything about Joel and Ellie? Did they say anything about their relationship at all? They I don't think they appear together at all. Okay. I didn't know if they would do anything. And because they're I mean, they're the main catalyst, at least of the first game. Yeah. So. I don't I don't remember them being in the same Okay room. Okay. Again, it was it's So they're so just kind of putting you in the world. Kind of, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, let's see. What would you say is the best costumes? The best costumes with Dueling Dragons, Choose Thy Fate. So this is based off the ride from Islands of Adventure that's now closed. Now it's Hagrid's. But it was the the dual roller coaster. You had fire on one side. You had ice on, one, on the other side. Ice is Blizzrock. The fire red is Pyrock, like the fire dragon, ice dragon. They're, they're dueling, basically. And the whole thing is like the storyline in the house is that they are wizards who turn into dragons after trying to steal Merlin's spell book. They're locked in a battle of fire and ice and you're caught in their crosshairs. Um, it's very cool because at one point in the house, you get to choose which direction you want to go. You want to go the ice direction or you want to go the fire direction. Oh. Yeah. Choose your own story. Choose wisely. I'm not going to tell you which way to go. I'm not going to tell you which way I took either. I'm just going to say that if you see Merlin, then you won. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm not going to say which side. But yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was, it was, I would say costumes because you see them in their like ice and the fire. And like that was, it was the least scary house, by the way. Oh, sorry. They didn't sound scary. It was the least scary house. There wasn't like hardly any jump scares in that one. At least not that I can remember. It was more just following the story and the duel of these two dragons, gods, whatever together so okay uh what would you say was the house with the best uh i guess you would call them like just set pieces or like how the how everything was laid out looked uh stranger things i would say stranger things i had literally watched the last i think the seventh episode was Mm -hmm. what i watched last and so i literally went from watching it to actually seeing it in person and i was like oh my gosh i'm in the show so they did a really good job they did so such an amazing job like again not going to give you any spoilers but at one point if you've seen the show there is um eddie munson and dustin playing like a rock show mm-hmm. it looks like it's on a stage but playing a rock show because of the last like one of the last ep- episodes of the season um but they're like there's like two guys that are have like guitars and they're just like rocking out like on the stage and this is like, a big area too and i was like I don't know what's going on because I hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, but I appreciate this. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> so, it. So, yeah, there's that. And then, I mean, like, you see, you know, the villain, who I don't know if anybody knows who he is. So I won't say it. Merlin. It was a Merlin. But you see him and you see, like, his, how he extends into the story and each of the, the rooms and everything. And it gets worse and worse. And and because I had watched the show and he was, he looked freaky and when he would, jump out he'd scare the crap out of me <laughs> again but yeah it was it was my favorite definitely with the set pieces i feel like i felt like i was in the show okay so fair and enough. what would you say is the worst house or do you want to wait till you rank them i can rank them okay let's go through I, how do you how do you rank the houses <laughs> okay here we go um so i didn't do darkest deal or exorcist so i can't talk about those okay um i heard exorcist was just a giant trailer for the new movie mm-hmm. the movie comes out august 6th so no one's even seen it you mean september 6th no o- i'm sorry not august october 6th that's what i meant october okay yeah. yes october 6th is when it when it comes out so no one's seen it so no one really knows what we're looking at mm-hmm. you know so um there's that and then the darkest deal i heard there's a cool aspect to it 
at the beginning and the end of the house that kind of ties it together. Um, but again, I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to that. So we're just going to put those aside. Um, and I'll start with number eight. Okay. Your worst. Chucky. Yeah, he's a terrible character. And I'm sure the movies are garbage, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Chucky. <laughs> um, it's I, okay. First of all, it was kind of, it was, it, they took a lot of aspects from the show. There's like, there's like a ultimate kill. Oh, I, show okay. like there's a TV show one right now. Okay, so they take some of that into there, which I didn't. I don't watch the show. I don't know what's going on. Two, like a like you said, a child. You know, bad person. <laughs> in I just it was it was not. I didn't like it. I didn't like. It. He popped out every once in a while, and it was just like, I don't know. It's not a scare actor. It's like a wooden. Right. Well, it's plastic supposed to be like a thing. To- it's supposed to be like a toy. Right. So it was just more. F- it was more. F- funny okay. than it was scary now there isn't there well there's an animatronic of chucky at the very beginning and they did a really good job with that i will give them that it looked very lifelike um but it's a it's a two houses it, like separated so the first time you go through is supposed to be like what that halloween horror nights people did for chucky and the last half is him taking over and wanting more kills hmm. so he kills more people in in this how in the Halloween Horror Nights house, it's like art imitating life, kind of thing. Okay, like that's the whole story. But again, I hated it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really hated it. Okay. It wasn't like I just I got out of it. And I was like, that was the worst. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> from other people saying that one's not their favorite. So yeah. I just I didn't. I don't know. Maybe I just missed some aspects of it. But I just I didn't get. I I'm just sure if you're it. a fan of Chucky, people would probably appreciate it. But I feel like you'd have to be a fan of Chucky. But there was so much in it that, and you went so fast through it, like you couldn't absorb everything. Yeah. Also, so anyway. Okay. Number eight was Chucky. Uh, number seven. I know I put it as the scariest, but is the Doctor Fellows, the Odd Fellows House, because of the clowns. I don't like clowns. No, fair enough. And I'm not. I for me, I'm not. Um, I'm not appeal i mean i don't appeal to the scariest stuff it's more of the i like the creative stuff i like looking around right you know, you know scariest doesn't mean it's the best for me okay. so dr Offellows is number seven uh number six was a universal monsters one uh universal monsters had phantom of the opera invisible man dr jekyll dr jekyll and mr hyde and then the hunchback and i saw the mostly phantom of the opera I think it was mostly him and it was a little bit the other stuff, but they did have a really cool stunt by one of the scare actors in that house. And so I thought that was really cool. I'm not going to say what it is, um, but it, it was like, I'd never seen it before in a haunted house like this okay, or a scare house. Um, so I gave that a number six, but it was a solid house. It was good. Um, it just wasn't, it was not my top five. Okay. All right. What was your number five? Uh, number five was Yeti campground kills. And that one was basically a Yeti's takeover and start killing as people they would, as they would. Yeah. <laughs> like revenge for something. And at one point I got one of the worst scares of the night and it was a bear. Yeah, it was a bear. And I thought of Jared immediately. Well, yeah, because bears are always waiting and <laughs> just come out of anywhere. That's just what they do. But it was the way that he... He, I'm guessing he did it because it was right in front of me, but it was so dark. I couldn't see him because it was like a black bear suit uh, right in front of me. And all I did was step out and, and growl. And I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was 
terrible. <laughs> but it was a bear. It's fine. Well, it is in the bear's MO. That's kind of how fine. they operate. But this was in the same place that that dead man's, the fisherman's wake, dead man's pier last year. Do you remember that? Me talking about that house? Okay, it's in the same area. And I could tell they used a lot of similar pieces with that. Right. And I really liked that one last year. So I was like, okay. But I like this one too. Just the, it was just, it was creative the way they did it. So. Okay. What was your number four? Number four was Dueling Dragons. Um, I thought this might be higher on my list, but... Again, it was more walking through them t- fighting each other and us kind of observing, okay. you know. And again, I I liked I liked the costuming because they had the, those th- like the ice guy had like things like coming out of his head and his his, his uh, cheeks. It's kind of freaky, um, but yeah. So it was good, and um, again, it was is my number four, um, and I really like Dueling Dragons. So and it's an original house, so I give it more than that too. Okay. All right. Number three. Number three was The Last of Us for all the reasons I talked about before. Okay. Um, just a solid, solid house, and there's a reason why it was so busy. It's well, popular. it's very well. Yeah, it's a popular thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was my number three. All right. Uh, number two. Number two was Blood Moon. Um, that was the the cult one, mm-hmm. and um, I. I think that it was the theming of the house that really got me too. Cause again, I'm big on story, big on character and I could, I could take that with me throughout the house. And there were some sets in there that were pretty freaky and they're at the very, very end. Again, not going to tell you what it is cause I don't want to spoil it, but I was walking through it almost like I was in a nightmare like in this last room, mm-hmm. I felt like it was in like, this could be my nightmare. Like I'm going to get scared. I know I'm going to get scared. I can see it happening. And it did four times. Oh, geez. So that, that one really, that one really, it really got me. <laughs> it really got me. But the theming, the costuming, there was even somebody at the very top of the, of the house ring a bell, like a, like a church steeple bell. Like that was the only thing they did. Hmm. But it was just one aspect of it. I was like, that's cool. That little little element to it. Just a little element. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my number two. Okay. And your number one, I can imagine. It was Stranger Things. So it's just really well done. It was really well done. Like, again, I felt like I was in the show. Okay. I wish they would have done more with Eleven. Um, I, you know, she didn't really pop up a lot in the house. Just a couple times. It was mostly the villain guy and and his world and and all of that. So, okay. But again, very well done. And yeah, I would I would go through that again a million times. Well, okay. So there right. it is, Stranger Things number one. Okay. Well, there you go. There's there's the house ranking from <laughs> Jamie. Yes. So given you did this this year without Express Pass, you did it last year with Express Pass, the last two years with Express Pass, mm-hmm. do you think getting Express Pass is worth it? Yes. So how much is Express Pass? Uh, the night we went, it was 176 so you think it's worth $176 to do it? The thing is, though, as they get closer to selling out, the price goes up. Right. So if you buy it early, early on, yeah, it's worth it. If you okay. buy it earlier. If you, if you buy it the night of, you could be paying over $200. That's a lot of money. So yeah. in that case, I don't know. 
Um, but if you're not wanting to spend the whole night at the party and you want to go through quickly, yeah, Express Pass is worth it. However, I will say that there were a lot of times where both Express Pass and the standby line were so long. For example, I think it was Dr. Oddities, Dr. Oddities, Dr. Oddfellows. Um, I think that was that house that the the Express line and the, um, the standby line were almost moving at the same rate. Mm. So I don't know what was going on there, but I had heard that that was somewhat of an issue this year where Express Pass wasn't moving as fast as it should be. But I think they were trying to prevent people like standby getting so, so long. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Trying to find a balance there. Yeah. I will say though, the posted wait times were very accurate. Yeah. For the most part. So trust those wait times. Except for if it says 20 minutes, eh. That's that's debatable if you wait twenty or zero minutes, but it's not that much. Um, but okay. the eighty minutes time, the sixty minute time was pretty pretty accurate. Okay. Any other advice? So, um, okay. Here's my advice. So if you don't do express, I would definitely do stay and scream. Which if you don't have a park ticket for that day or not an a pass holder, you'll have to get a stay and scream ticket. Like it's separate. I think it's forty dollars. I would do stay and scream, get there like maybe four o'clock, get there, get close to the front of the first house you want to do and get the three houses that are thin, that are in that area, get those done mm-hmm. and keep going. Yeah. We stopped at three and had food, um, but you can get four, five, six houses done in the first three hours that you're there. Like you can yeah. get them done really quickly. Yeah. And I would leave that middle part from like, I don't know, seven thirty, eight o'clock to like 1130, 11 o'clock to eat, to drink, to do the show, to see the death eaters, to do the scare zones, mm-hmm. just take it easy. And then at the very, like the last two hours of the, of the event, that's when you get the rest of the houses done. Okay. Because by one o'clock they were all like, 20 minutes long yeah and some of them were walk-ons so you know that's what i would do if it were me okay it's pretty pretty good advice i feel like it is yeah i don't know i mean again express is worth it if you really just don't want to stay the whole night if you want to get there later you don't want to stay till really late yeah well it always comes down to how much like are you willing to spend like how much is your time worth? So right that's how it's it's really the best way to look at it are you willing to spend the extra money to not wait as much if you're not, then, you know, that comes down to whether it's worth it or not. Because whether right. it's worth it is just completely, it's just individualistic. It just depends on how you look at it. But, you know, if you want to save time, then yeah, sure. It just depends on how much you value saving some time. Right. And, like, I hate, like, I hated waiting with the Last of Us line because it moved slow, slow. And that was the 85-minute wait one. Yeah, that's a lot. I was like, oh, this is the worst. That was the longest, though. So, um, yeah, that was... That was probably the, t- the time of the night where I was like, I wish I had Express. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, but they had a lot of RIP tours, which is the tours that I think it's it starts at like 269 a person or something. Mm-hmm. You have basically have a tour guide that takes you around to the houses and to some of the food and stuff. And you just go to the front of the line. Yeah. You don't even go through Express. Okay. So that's. High rollers. <laughs> there are quite a few of those. Quite a few. And they do sell out, so 
Do yeah, that. I'm sure. But anyway, um, it was it was a great time. I wish I would have gotten to do the last two houses, but I I did, you know, I did most of the ones, almost all the ones, except for that one that I wanted to do. And uh, I like I love the theme this year. I love the houses this year. Um, you know, some of it was scary, some of it wasn't. But yeah, it was it was it was a great time. Okay, it was a great time. Well, I feel like that was a pretty good rundown of your entire evening. I so. feel like if I say too much more, I'll give away stuff, and I don't want to like ruin it for other people. And also, I've been talking a lot, so. Well, I mean, you <laughs> you experienced this, so I yeah. Know. But, but I've been like that. That was my. Experience. I mean, I so felt like you. I felt like I was there. Well, do you? Well, okay, kind of a little bit. No. All right. Not well, really. maybe you will be next week. Perhaps, <laughs> time will tell. Okay. And then either way, but well, thank you for for talking about it all and sharing your experience thank you i hope it didn't ramble too much i think i think we're pretty good on target okay. uh, on target on topic whatever you want to say okay uh did you do now i know you got some footage are you planning on doing a vlog or did you just get some b-roll it's mostly b-roll so you can't film the houses right unless um, you have like special unless permission. you have a permission and we're not there yet sorry sorry universal i did so i did yeah i did do a lot of b-roll of going through the scare zones and um diagonally and places i could do it so okay you know we'll have a video up of, of that if that's what if that yeah we might i might do some put together some sort of video mm-hmm. that just talks about a little bit of that stuff but yeah. sure so okay everybody if anybody has any questions about this you yeah. can always email us at hello at ctm.show or you can also hit us up on instagram is the best one at captain magic uh message us over there jamie mm-hmm. can I'll, I'll let Jamie answer those questions because sure. I won't know as of this point. And uh, if you like even more content, like I said, we have the YouTube channel at Captain Magic. We're doing a lot more edited videos, much more epic universe construction updates, all sorts of stuff like that. You can check it out there. We also have the video versions of the podcast over on CTM Podcast at YouTube as well. So you can check out both those. And we also have the Capture the Magic Disney World show, which is every Thursday where we talk about all the Disney news and reviews and everything like that over there. So we would discuss more about Destination D23, what they announced on that show. If you're curious about that, we also have Jamie's Trip Tales, which is her trip report show, which the next one will be coming out next week. Uh, it'll be coming out. Yeah, it'll be coming out next Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's a good resource if you're planning a trip because you she sits down and talks to people who just went on a trip and get a lot of firsthand information that way. And uh, again, if you want even more content, Club 32, cteamvip.com is where you go for that and uh, get even more stuff there. So uh, I think that'll do it for the show. So thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.